Hey. Um, it is, what's the day today? February 24th. But this episode was recorded February 19th, I believe. It's not that important. It's not that important. Let's not stress. I don't know what episode this is. And um, little updates for you guys. I just did America's Next Top Comedian last night. And um, the there's two different versions of the audio. Uh, the one that I recorded and the one that I've got on an iPad. And I'll just say that the first recording is just... The gain is as high as it possibly could fucking be, and I didn't double-check anything. And I was like, fuck it, yeah, I don't care. And uh, you get what you put into it, I guess. Um, but overall, it was a good show. I don't know if it, um, if the video or the audio is going to reflect that it was a good show. It was a decent show, decent show. Could be better, could be worse. Not complaining, just happy that I did it. And... Um, yeah, but enough about me, man. We uh we got a interview today with one of my fans. I don't even want to say it's a fan because I feel like if I say somebody's a fan, it makes me feel self-centered or at least maybe I'll sound self-centered. So if you're a fan or whatever, I'd like to just call you a friend. So I did an interview with a friend, but I guess I'd like to call him in the category of a fan because I've never met this person in real life. He lives on the other side of the country. Um, but yeah, he's an internet friend and he's been following the podcast for a while. And, uh, we've got a lot, uh, similarities. So that's kind of what got us to click. I guess there, you know, you could ha- I, like in a rude way, a fan could be somebody that you're not friends with, but they, they want to be friends with you in a way, you know, like, who am I a fan? I'm a fan of Theo Vaughn, the comedian. But we're not friends. I've sent him a couple of emails. I've called the hotline a couple of times. Don't even know if they've been read, opened, or whatever. So we can't call each other friends. I'm a fan. I would like to be friends with him, but at the end of the day, it's his fucking call if we're friends or not, I guess. I don't know. So this is a guy who has been, who is a fan and, and we're friends, you know, making friends through the internet. Got a lot of those fucking, uh, those sex bots, you know, those sex bots that are on my Instagram. And they're like, yeah, if you, I love to suck dick, click here for my link. Those are fans. I've got a lot of those fans. <laughs> and I always think about like, there's gotta be people who fucking click on those and that's how they get fucking hacked, right? I've never clicked on that shit. But anyways, man, good checking up on you. Haven't been feeling like killing myself. Uh, just been busy. Got a lot going on. And I feel like the last episode, I think I was talking about dragging my feet. I'm still kind of going through that. So um, just haven't had the time to like edit shit and put things together. As I'm recording this, I'm like, fuck, dude. Am I going to finish it? You know, Because this is like starting to become work. And I don't like that. Um, so just kind of like backing away from, from anything that makes me feel like I'm doing work, but, uh, this is a good, cool, chill, chill podcast. Uh, wanted to put it up. I don't know. I just remember we talked about some stuff and things that you could take away from it.
so yeah without further ado who's me here's my friend caesar he is a um he's a musician he's a skateboarder he's a painter particularly oil painter does a lot of stuff and more importantly more importantly than out of all the other things he's a truck driver you know we got a little insight on um we got a little insight on the the trucker life very interesting i've always kind of like wondered um how my life would be if i was a truck driver or if i could even do it so we we talked a little bit about that and we talked about some other stuff so yep Bye. i've been trying to um we've been trying to get this done for like two weeks or something like that like i think yeah. i initially hit you up and it kind of took a while but we're yeah, no, it's fine yeah i'm glad thanks for having me yeah man how old are you again i'm 24 okay you in the prime dude you're you're in the thick of it yeah, I'm man, I appreciate it. How, how old are you? I'm 28. I'm oh, 28. yeah, okay, that's awesome. Yeah. As the, the older you get, like, if we were in high school, it'd be a big-ass difference four years, but now that right. we're a little older, it's not as much. Yeah, uh, you find people with similar in, uh, interests and pretty yeah. much get along. I'm sure you have plenty of friends that are, like, oh, in yeah. their 30s, you're, like, way older, right? Yeah, right around there. I've got a couple, a couple who getting, they're getting up there for sure. What about young people? You hang out with younger people? Yeah, um, I got a couple younger friends, not too many. Um, most of my friends are like pretty much my age, maybe just a, a year or two younger than me. Yeah, From, yeah, man. Uh, I uh, school. I wanted to have you on. I just wanted to bring this up too because it does it. I wouldn't say it's bothering me, but I'm not 100% sure. Like, I don't even know how we met. And it's like, I feel like yeah. you are one of the most, like, organic fans, quote-unquote. I feel like I sound like a, like yeah. a fool of himself when I say that. But, yeah, like, I've never, I've never met you in person. You live across the country. But you've right. been around. You've been around, like, in my online life for, like, a year at least. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't remember exactly how uh, I remember coming across your page. But, uh, no, I, I freaking love your, your comedy. The shit's really inspiring. Um, but I've been thinking about, uh, I've got a couple half-written jokes and stuff. About, I do sort of a, a lot of fucking different art styles, I guess, with guitar and painting. So uh, I think it'd be cool to try to branch out into another art form. Yeah, you do a lot of stuff. And you, from what I see, you're good at them. So I'm sure you'd be good oh, yeah. at comedy, too. Oh yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, I'll try. I think it's important for somebody to do, whether it's comedy or anything, something that kind of just gets you out of your comfort zone and help you grow and shit like that. For but, sure. Um, no, I really wanted to have you on because also, like, I'd say I guess I'm a fan of your shit too. I feel like you don't advertise yourself as much. It's mm-hmm. uh, like you know, you 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 just kind of you just act like a person you know what i mean i never yeah, see you yeah. being like i'm gonna be here painting i'm gonna be here playing guitar but you are in a band though i think that's the thing initially that got me interested is that oh, you're in a band i think yeah yeah um so my band's name was tracheotomy but uh i was just at a party last night with a couple of my music friends and like my buddy mentioned there was like yeah that's like a hardcore band name already so oh, i wow. think of another band name i oh, thought wow. it was clear but um we're working on it. Um, so the thing about band, yeah, man, um, I appreciate your your support with the band and stuff. That's sick. I, I, I've seen your your guitar playing. Fucking, you sound really good too. Well, so, thanks, um, thanks. Yeah, yeah I because I'm new. Uh, I'm, uh, I think I'm coming up 
October will be like three years, and I've kind of taken a break from playing because of uh, just like comedy life and stuff like that. But um, it, regardless if I practice it or not, I feel like it's changed my my outlook mm-hmm. on music. Yeah. And I I also just me and my girl we just got like a a drum set to like start off like some seven piece drum set and everything and like even yeah. then it's only been like a week of having these drums set up and barely fiddling yeah. and i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but right. now I, I like yesterday i was listening to fucking slipknot and i was like these fucking drums are out of this world i know there's three of them but oh, yeah. it's just it, it like i used to never listen to the drums and music it always be the guitar <laughs> and before the guitar it was just lyrics and now it's just like little by little even yeah i don't know that's interesting. I've never, I've never dove into drums. I would like to dabble in them, but I'm, I'm not the, I not always, a drummer. I always thought drums would be like the easiest thing to play because, like, from somebody who doesn't know much about music, um, I always thought it was like, yeah, it's the most simple. Like, you just banging on this shit. It's just about rhythm. But then it's like, right. man, the fucking rhythm is. That's hard as fuck. I can barely yeah, juggle. It feels like you gotta be right. able to juggle to play the drums. I don't know. Yeah, you're just going. I mean, it never, it never ends. But yeah, man. Um, so with my band, uh, I started playing when I was probably seventeen, eighteen. So uh, I was about. I was gonna. I was trying to think earlier. I was like, yeah, I think I've been playing for like five, but I think that's more like seven or something. Okay. Seven. But it's been on and off. It wasn't um, when I, I like kind of picked it up and put it down the first couple of years um, and it wasn't until like last year maybe a little more than a year ago I found a really good guitar teacher shout out to Rudy Rudy Ayub check him out on YouTube he's fucking the best guitar teacher I could ever ask for pretty much so mm. and uh, really really uh, fucking helped me figure out a lot of shit and I've been able to make a lot of progress here yeah I uh it took me a while to just even understand how tabs worked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, like, it's rough. Yeah, but now that I got it down, it's like, fuck, I can hear a song. But lately, I've just I've mainly, like, 90% been playing metal. And I've yeah. realized, like, metal, it's, like, it's so simple, but it's just, it's just fast and rhythm. Like, power chords and simple stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, it's just, yeah. Ch- chugging on the open. Yep. Yep, it yeah. got me a lot. To, it got me thinking a lot about my taste in music before I played an instrument, and mm-hmm. like what I could think of, like what does that show about myself or something like that. I don't know, like um, like just doing more research and stuff about metal and things. Mm-hmm. It just it seems like you know it's not that popular of a genre. It really is an acquired taste. You know, there's right, either right. you love it. Or mm-hmm. you just kind of have that look on your face when it's playing, like, what the fuck is this? You yeah. Know? Um, and, like, yesterday I, said, <laughs> yesterday I was listening to Slipknot, and this, um, it was just, I could just see it. Like, well, man, somebody could be really listening to this and be like, what the fuck is he saying? What is this? And then, but maybe if you were, if you actually were like a music composer, or had some kind of real appreciation for music, you could at least be like, these fucking drums go hard, you know? But, right. Yeah, I, with my guitar playing, I feel like it's definitely um, helped me improve, even in like my painting and vice versa too. They they kind of they're kind of similar with like as far as the elements like. Um, they say it's true about drums too that you, you want to kind of keep your body relaxed while you're playing mm. and um, it's, it's the same with guitar um, 
especially if you're like trying to play fast, if you're all tense, you know, you're not gonna not gonna be as fluid. So uh, I realize that's like also true in painting. If you're trying to make like a brushstroke or something, and you're sort of anxious about it, um, it's gonna you're gonna read it. It's gonna look like it was an anxious brushstroke, if that makes sense. You gotta you gotta kind of loosen up. I get it. Yeah, I'm a horrible drawer. I uh. Mm or painter or any of that stuff like I feel like I've tried to give drawing a, a hand but it's it's I don't know so when I see your stuff I'm like geez that is like that is talent like I feel like from the jump when you first started you were probably light years ahead of where I'm at so sometimes I just feel like it's like people are just naturally good at shit um because I, yeah, I don't know it's like when you ever like look how long have you been painting for so I um, I got into painting in community college, but the thing about it is my dad is actually a, an oil painter as well. Oh. Um, he got really good at it in prison. He uh, he was in and out a couple times, but he, he's a great guy. Love him, but um, great dad, whatever. But uh, that's where he sort of figured the shit out, and um, I guess I don't know, like it got in my blood somehow. I don't know, but um, fucking that's what he would always try, like. I'd, like, growing up, he would try to get me into it, and I'm just, like, into playing Xbox or whatever. Right. Um, so, but it's kind of funny. The first Xbox I got, he was also into ceramics, and he was like, I'm not going to buy you an Xbox until you um, you you spin a six-inch cup on the potter's wheel. And um, I, I eventually was able to get that Xbox, but uh, it was definitely uh, his little, little way of pushing me. for it. Yeah. Huh. And That's then, cool. Um, Another thing uh, that's probably relevant is, um, so he made me, like, draw, like, shading when I was really young. Like, he would make me shade an egg. Fucking, I don't know how many times I'd take it to him. Like, yeah, that's, that's all right, but, like, keep doing it, whatever. And uh, I've realized that that, like, really helped me just uh, visualize and, like, being able to tell different values in paintings. And um, that, like, that value is, like, the most of painting. It's, uh, you can see that you're you're pretty much there but like you're saying um when i was in community college i wouldn't say i was like light years ahead of some of the other students um i definitely feel like i was i had like a i mean they were trying to get us to paint with like acrylic paints in there because it's safer but like i had already got a taste of oil and i didn't like how acrylic paints felt so i was kind of the, the going against the grain of the class like fucking this, this kind of my style, I guess. But, um, yeah. You didn't get in trouble? They let you play, they let you use the more, the oil paintings? So, sometimes I would honestly sneak, like, sneak it, and I would, uh, <laughs> kind of hide my, my oil paint behind, like, my book bag or something when everyone else was painting with acrylic, because, um, like I said, it's just, like, the texture. I, I could talk all day about oil paint, like, the texture of fucking, it's the best shit, like, in the world. I don't know. It's really fucking enjoyable to me. Like, but, um, in this class that you had, like, was it just solely on the art of painting and all of the like science that goes behind it and shadings and techniques, but or would you also like look at other arts and just be like, "This is what this means," you know what I mean? Like the philosophy and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Would you do? Yeah, that? we definitely had stuff like that. Um, we had art appreciation where we'd look into it, um, like the real big uh, art history stuff, and be like. He'd go real in depth about the meaning and, and all that stuff, but 
Um, my painting teacher, I really got along with him. His name was Mr. Story. I think he's still teaching there. I got to visit him sometime. But he, his um, kind of teaching method was to try to find like what kind of painting the student was, and he kind of pulled that out of them, like the best um, sort of version of the the style that they you can maybe see them uh, painting is. And so he sort of helped me develop. Uh, I guess my aesthetic style, uh, I've always liked the, the darker fucking metal shit and whatever. <laughs> what's, the do- what's like the most dark and gritty painting you've ever created? Oh, man, I did, uh, so for that class, I took like four or five painting classes with this teacher. But um, for one of them, I, I was trying like so hard to get a hundred on a painting with this with this guy. Because like I, I respected my teacher, like he was a great painter. So I wanted to, want to make him proud or whatever. So um, we sat down and we brainstormed like all these different themes that I'm, that I like um, that kind of resemble me. And we ended up going with. Um, I've pretty much skateboarded all my life, so. Oh, yeah, I, I have like. Yeah, I have um, a bunch of like skate shoes, just all over the place with like tons of holes in them, and uh, so I've always like kind of looked at them and I've been like, that's kind of like artful in a way, like. Not everybody has like holes in their shoes from the grip tape. Like that's kind of sick. Yeah. Um, so I ended up like, um, it was like a, a still life of some beat up Nike SBs, but with like my hands, um, in the in the uh, canvas that were lit, but my hands were like severed off. So it was like a bloody, and it was like sitting on like a blue velvety um fucking like backdrop it was really cool it's on my instagram if anyone wants to check it out i'll post it up so if um um, with skateboarding do you feel like you're in your prime or do you think that you're way past it like are you better than you ever were worse i i wish i don't skate anymore hardly because when i was skating a lot i was uh, like 16 we had like a really cool skate park in town that was um behind like a a fat's like a little diner it was under an awning and uh it was just a flat slab of concrete that a bunch of locals had made little quarter pipes and stuff on it and i would skate there every day for like years like at least a couple two or three years and uh that was when i was probably my best i must have been like 16 but now that i'm older i got more responsibilities i can't just be skating every day i suppose but yeah. i guess i could but uh it's hard to make time for it's harder on the body too yeah, you, you, you swim at 24, you, you, it hurts a lot more than when you were 16. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, but, okay, so if you could get rid of one, what would you get rid of between playing the guitar and painting? Oh, man, that's a, that's a tough one. I would, I would probably rather get rid of skateboarding before. No skateboarding, I, I didn't even put that in, just, just the guitar okay, and oil just, painting. Okay, if I could only or do painting, one. Any painting, yeah, if you could only do one, which would it be? I would honestly have to go with painting because I feel like it was my sort of my first love that I okay. fell in love with as a as a young uh, student of the arts. I guess you ever make money doing it? You ever like uh, do portraits of people? Yeah, I've actually been recently trying to get better at my portraits. I've done a couple of portraits of my friends. I've been having a I've got a couple models that'll come over and sit for me. Um, <laughs> I've definitely I've sold a handful of commissions i'm not sure exactly how many but usually 
my minimum uh, minimum I try to get is like 160 to 180 depending how big or small it's usually like landscape or still life that's just what it's worth it for me to part ways with when somebody comes over to model like I always just kind of think, especially nowadays, why don't they just send you a picture? What is the difference? Does it just make it more of a hangout, personal kind of thing? Or, like, as an artist, does it help if somebody's just sitting there on some Titanic shit? Yeah, yeah, the Titanic shit is sick because um, it it sounds kind of weird, but it is like a a sort of an intimate setting, I suppose. Like, you're just kind of one-on-one with somebody, not really saying anything. You're just working and... Mm. um, the only thing that's hard about finding models is most people nowadays don't sit very, very still, still very well. Yeah. Uh, I but uh, I've gotten. I'm trying to talk a couple more people into it. I think I'm. Hey, I want an oil painting of me doing a handstand. You know, just. <laughs> and I, I gotcha. Yeah. Oh, but the, the where, where I was going with that. Um, so the better thing about painting someone in person is when you paint somebody from a photo, you're painting from you're turning you have to paint a 3d object onto it on a 2d canvas from a 2d piece of paper which is it's already fucked just trying to paint like a 3d object on like a fucking canvas like so when you have a 3d person in front of you putting it on a 2d canvas it's um it's a lot easier if that makes sense yeah oh do do you like do you draw as well, or does it just not hit the same as painting? Um, man, yeah, I, okay, yeah, that's a great question. I really love drawing. That was a couple of years ago when I was really on my shirt. Um, I was drawing, like, every day. I have a bunch of artwork that I, it just isn't even on my Instagram. I'm sort of really bad about, I've got over, like, probably, I'm behind over, like, a year of, like, art, good art, but I have, like, three or four sketchbooks that I filled with, um, just metal album covers. Every day, I would just wake up and draw a metal album cover. Oh, wow. And that was, um, that was a really great meditation. That was, like, the first thing I did in the morning, take, like, two to three hours, maybe, maybe, like, an hour if it's short, and just feel good, you know, get something done first thing. Yeah. See, I've, but, I've, I've done it. Like, I've, I've drawn and stuff, and I, I know that feeling you're talking about. Like, it does feel good to just sit down and focus on nothing but that, maybe even have some music playing. Yeah. But I I don't know. I lost it. Like, I guess I don't crave that feeling as much, mm-hmm. even though I know what you're talking about. Maybe it's just not as strong for me. But, um, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I feel I like maybe I get, like, too fucking... Sometimes I think, like, I'm trying to spend too many plates, like with all of my interests, like, fucking, like I was saying, I'd love to get into comedy, but then I'll, I'll think, like, well, am I, am I, like, trying to do the most? But, but, I don't know, there's a lot of freaking successful people that do a lot, I mean, if you look at Kevin Hart, that guy's written books, and he's, yeah. he's you know, like, he's all over the map, really, so. No, I feel the same way, too, which is why, you know, I'm a fan, I, I feel like I relate yeah. a lot, to very similar interests, um, yeah, and I also just wanted to bring up your job and just kind of hear about that. Like, you're also a truck driver. And yeah. I, uh, how long you been doing that for? So, I just, um, I, my dad is also a semi-truck driver. Um, he's been doing it for, like, 30 years. And he's actually been trying to talk me into it for, like, maybe three or four years. And I've just always 
been working these shitty jobs around. And uh, I was, like, getting by or whatever. And I'm like, but the last job I had was I was del- delivering pizzas. And uh, you can only take so many $2 tips, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, fuck this. This, isn't, this shit is not worth my time. Um, that was just kind of the straw that did it. So last year in February, I started going through the process of getting my permit and the license and everything. And it pretty much took me all year last year to get trained and really feel comfortable to be out here. Um, I'm not out here on by myself I actually got a friend of mine Sam he went through and got his license so now me and him run uh, oh, so you guys work uh, together yeah oh that's so cool it's, yeah it's always good to have like work friends oh yeah it's, that yeah, are like also outside easier. friends you know yeah it's it makes it a lot easier like fucking it's pretty exhausting like I I love the job um I'm sort of really ADD I'm kind of all over the place but some people say that you can kind of use it as a superpower. Um, yeah. When I'm, like, driving and I'm really engaged like that, then I feel like I can concentrate. I can drive forever. You, know? you, doing, like like a, you doing, like, a 16, 18-wheeler? Yeah, 18-wheeler. Oh, um, 48-foot trailer, flatbed. What you hauling, if you mind me asking? Yeah, we so we use flatbeds instead of, like, the, the box, like the Walmart trailers you might see around. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we, with the flatbeds, you have to strap everything down. We usually, we pick up a lot of, like, trees, a lot of steel. Okay. Um, there, we, we go up north a lot. There's a lot of work up there that we will pick up and drop off there. So, um, I mean, from what I hear about truck driving, at least out here in the West Coast, like, I know somebody who would, their route was basically, or their schedule I think it was, like, from California to Arizona and back, and that's, like, their shift. And yeah. they have, like, a certain amount of time to do it. So, like, are you are you kind of like that? Like, do you have – are you taking these long routes and then you get to a decent amount of time off? Like, what's the – and I and I don't know if you're, like, an independent contractor or whatever or, like yeah. – But so, I, I guess what I'm trying to say, my, my question is, like, are – do you feel like you are like a typical truck driver or what's the, what makes you a little bit different from like what oh, yeah. the outside civilian would probably think about it? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, so if you join one of these big companies, like I'm working for my dad's company. I work for my dad pretty much. So he's my boss and it's cool. He's, he's, he's chill as hell. Like he's best dad ever basically. But, um, if you join these big companies, they will have cameras in the truck. You fucking, Mm. they're watching every move you got microphones in there like they're it's not chill like at all and the, <laughs> the job the job already is pretty damn stressful so like any any added shit like that like me personally i don't i couldn't do it but uh, yeah, i've actually seen those videos of like horrible bosses or something where like mm-hmm. they're just screaming at their employees like you need to get this done like you you can't take it your nap you can't take your break or something they're yeah. just pushing people because Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah. if you're working for fucking Walmart or whatever, you know they need to get that shit. You know, people need oh, yeah. their fucking stuff. So it's a very yeah, yeah. um, word I'm looking for. Uh, in demand. I don't know. Uh, what ha- what would they call it? Essential. Yeah. yeah Essential. <laughs> it is. Um, it's it's really fun. I'm in, I've been enjoying it a lot. Um, I've been uh, I've been probably at it for like six months now. Um. Compared to, like, another job, honestly, I don't, I can't see myself going back to, like, any normal job now, but 
honestly, it's rough. Like, usually by the fourth or fifth day, me and my friend are joking around. Like, it's we have a thing. It's like the fourth, the fourth or fifth day. Like, if, if something bad goes wrong, you, you're pretty damn irritated. Like, the smallest thing could go wrong, and you're like, you, you're just ready to go home by then. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's it's not the worst gig in the world. It, I get home and then I get paid, and I'm like, okay, I guess time to go back out there. Uh, yeah, man, you're in the trenches. Yep, yep, uh, I like to think of it as having something like a job like that, that, you know, it's work, and you and it's your job to have your mentality to enjoy it as much as you can. Like, nobody wants to be flipping burgers at the end of the day. Like, it's not your passion, you know, yeah, with everything exactly. that you explained to me. I'm sure driving a truck isn't your passion, but if you're spending so much time on your life, with it you'll mm-hmm. find especially with like the kind of personality you seem to have you probably just get into the details of shit and just like learn to chill and yeah. just, just like appreciate working i guess i don't know mm-hmm. um, yeah i've been i've been telling myself here recently i've just been saying work is work and that's kind of been getting me by you know yeah i want to like yeah. touch back on something about what you said about like relaxing when yeah, it I was actually going to go there. Yeah, like, relaxing with playing the guitar and relaxing with doing uh, paintings. Um, mm. I was thinking of it as um, as a comedian. Um, and I was kind of... And I, I did a show last night, and I also wanted to bring up... I drove, like, what? Close to 100 miles. And oh. I had already kind of been driving beforehand, going around. I would um, just up and down the bay and i had to go to this other place you, you, i mean you don't really you probably don't know california that well <laughs> but um dude it wasn't even it was like what an hour 20 hour 30 minute drive and like after the first hour my fucking my right foot was numb you know like yeah. i felt like i was getting fucking sciatica or whatever and i'm like dude i am on a two-way highway right now and i can't feel my foot and like I'm just like I'm just using muscle memory to get the gas going and hitting the brakes but I'm like I'm really kind of guessing and I'm just like if my car slows down okay the brake is working but I don't feel my foot you know what I mean I'm trying and then like every time I'm at a light I'm like trying to stomp my foot on the fucking ground to try and get the blood going and it just wasn't working until I got to my destination I could stand up and I wanted to ask about like yeah dude do you like I mean, for your fucking job, I like you ever. <laughs> how does that work? Like, and what do they tell you to deal with that? Like, what? How, how do you deal with it? With just the the workload, just driving so much. Um, yeah, like, do you can you like have you ever felt your foot go numb? Like, do you? Oh ever yeah, start... yeah, my whole like ass will go numb sometimes. That's <laughs> it's, uh, it's like that it's doing a podcast worst. sometimes. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's um, it's fun. Um, like I said. It's, it's definitely got its ups and downs, um, but, you know, the way I see it, um, the way I've been explaining it, at least, when everything's going good, I feel like the freaking man. I feel like I'm on top of the world, like, you know, yeah. but if, if some shit ever goes sideways, it's 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 a pretty low low, like, I'm I'm pretty bummed for the most, like, <laughs> you know, if, if like, if uh, a low at, like, McDonald's is like, oh, I don't know, this guy just ordered 40 nuggets, and then, like, a bad day out trucking, it's like, oh, this guy, my, my equipment failed, and now I'm stuck mm. uh, 20, 20 hours from home away, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's... But, um, no, it's cool. I mean, I've been enjoying it, like you said, uh, get to travel and see the country. Like, as a young guy, it's it's really great experience just 
experience. What, what states have you been to? You're from, I don't know if I said, but you're from North Carolina. I know that, but right. the podcast probably doesn't know. But, um, yeah, what states have you visited? Yeah, so, um, we go to Illinois a lot, Michigan, all those Great Lakes states. We go to New York and New Jersey, but I hate going there because it's no. so tight and we have to drive through the fucking New York City streets in a semi. And it's uh. really stressful and not fun. But, uh, you know, that's that's only usually like an hour, a couple hours of the, out of your day. 90% of the time you're just driving down the interstate for a couple hundred miles. So. I'm trying to look at the map right now and look for North Carolina and see, like... Oh, yeah, we're way... You're way south. North Carolina, okay. So, I've been to New York and New Jersey before, and, Mm -hmm. like, out of all the places I went to in the East Coast, I actually really liked New Jersey. It was very, like, um, Mm low-key, foresty, like, nature-ish, and, like, it's just kind of the complete opposite of New York, even though it's right there, you know? So, if I were to ever move there, I'd probably go... Dude, that just reminds me, I had a dream about Jersey last night, (laughs) but... I'll, um, I don't want to get too into it. So I'm trying to, so you go to, uh, then you go Illinois, Mm -hmm. Illinois, um, Michigan, closer to St. Louis or, uh, Chicago, Yeah, Chicago, St. Louis, what's that other one, Michigan, Missouri, I know, that's not Indianapolis, Indiana, yeah, you ever go to Iowa? Iowa, I think we went there a couple weeks ago, we went to Ohio, we go to Ohio a lot, um, I was in South Dakota. That was pretty cool a couple of weeks ago. It was like oh, there was okay. snow everywhere, and we were getting loaded up with uh, these giant bales of hay that they stacked like too high on the flatbed. So I, we had to tarp it, so I, I, this guy let me ride the, the tractor up on top of the hay on top of the haystack so I could fold the tarp over it, and that was kind of neat. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, I, I'm curious about more of, like, middle America. Like, when I zoom in, I'm just like, man, there's a whole lot of nothing going on, it seems. But right. that, that, that seems kind of cool. I mean, I'm from California, and I just feel like it's just some... It's weird, because, like, for me, I'm close to the water, and for some reason, I, it feels, like, safe for me, or I feel good. I feel, like, open being so close to the ocean. Um, and I always just imagine myself in like Texas or Oklahoma being like, God damn it. I'm in the middle. Like I'm far away from the ocean. Like the, the air isn't fresh here or something. Right. <laughs> like, oh, you can feel it. Yeah. I mean, but that's just, I think it's just all mental, but like they always say, you know, bagels and bread from the East coast is, is always way better than the California. Um, oh, wow. uh, you know, how are you liking California? Huh? How am I, I like liking it? California? I like it. I was born and raised out here, so it's just how I am. But I'm like the only person in my family who was born and raised out here, and I like uh-huh. to think uh, I like to think where I'm from. It's one of the most diverse places on the planet. Like, I literally had a joke that I've been saying for the past week or two. Just like, man, fuck a vacation. Just drive around. You're gonna see all kinds of different things here. And I feel like where you're from and more of Middle America, like it's. It'll probably take a couple of weeks before you find an Asian person, you know, like... Yeah, no, they are scarce out here. Yeah. yeah. So, I feel like with how I've been um, in the world lately, I feel like I can go anywhere 
even though I look a certain way, I feel like the moment I open my mouth, they'll be like, okay, he's American, you know? Um, so I feel like I fit in all right, unless people are just super close minded in like Arkansas or something. And they're just like, cause there is such thing as almost too American, at least in my book, you know, they're out here watching NASCAR chewing dip and just oh, like, I feel like they wouldn't, they, they, they wouldn't vibe with me. Um, yeah, no, that's, North Carolina is the NASCAR state, so. Oh, really? You know, uh, yeah, you, there's a lot of that over here. Yeah, I went over to Washington once, and I was like, dude, this is just, it's a lot of white people here. This is crazy. Oh, yeah, no, it is. It's nuts. Uh, I've been to, I have family in Sacramento. I've been on up there. I went uh, when I was like 10. Oh, man, Sacramento is not a good representation of uh, California. It's very white out there. Um, Mm. And it's also a lot, at least for me, when I think of Sacramento, because sometimes I'll like, it's cheaper uh, as of lately to get a house out there and stuff and to just live. And I, you know, I sometimes think about it, but then I go to Sacramento. I'm like, there's a reason it's cheap. There's nothing to do out here. Like, sure. <laughs> at least yeah, it's wild. It's like the fucking state capital. You'd think there'd be something. Yeah, I just got else. into. I just got into a converse. I think it was my dad who was telling me mm-hmm. about it. Like, um, it's just the history. Like during the gold mm-hmm. rush and everything. And um, I think, I think it it's a uh, what's it called? It's some kind of strategy to make like a middle of nowhere the state capital. Like. I don't. I forgot what the reasoning was, but there was something about that. So one is like the history with gold and all of that stuff. It used to be a hot spot, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you. But what would you change it to? Would you really make L.A. the capital of California? Uh, it's yeah, already. No, you don't want to do that. Yeah. It's already oversaturated as it right. is. So. So are you in L.A.? No, I'm in like the San Francisco area. Okay. So like L.A.'s six hours from here, maybe like. Maybe like five if you're breaking the law. Uh, and it's uh, fucking not fun driving through there out here. Um, as a truck driver, I feel like it's it's nothing to you. I feel like that's literally uh, like a quarter of your day. Because yeah. I'm I'm looking at the map right now. I'm like trying to gauge like how far you go. So like, yeah, yeah. If 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 I were to be the West Coast version of your job, mm-hmm. I'd probably be driving out to like Vegas. Yeah, that's uh, what I was gonna say. Arizona, yeah. Utah, yeah. Portland. And the, the crazy thing about um, California, since your guys' um, emissions are so kind of strict, um, I can't even go out there in my truck. Uh, you have to have a 2010 semi or newer to, to drive in the well, like the 90. Oh, like the smog shit. Yeah, I, I thought you were saying ammunition. <laughs> I was like, oh, how many shit. guns do you have in your truck? I was like, <laughs> not, not enough, honestly. I need to have something. It's, it's, man, so, yeah, the, the laws are kind of weird state to state. I don't own a gun. Never, I've never been like crazy into them, but here recently, um, hell, we were like pulled off in like fucking, where was it? like Mississippi or something and the some like state trooper just pulls up and he was like do you have a gun and we were like no he was like you need to get one because these crackheads out here are, like, oh my wild. god yeah, <laughs> a like, police officer just, saying that you know yeah he, the police officer straight up told us so Dude. I mean we we slept like in some we delivered in New York just uh, this week just oh, parked the semi yeah we just parked the semi on like some crazy like alleyway looks like super sketchy but uh, that's a 
you know, we're in the trenches, like you said. Yeah, yeah, man. It's but that's like I guess what I wanted to say with like getting loose and stuff, just to like touch up on that. I feel like that being in the trenches mm-hmm. is super important as an artist. Absolutely. Like, um, yeah. it got me thinking about yesterday because I did a show, and I like I just recorded the audio and I looked back at it and I was like, man. And I did like what almost fourteen minutes, and I was all I could think about is like. Maybe it's just a me thing because I've heard these jokes so much, but I was like, hmm, this didn't come off as natural. It came off as if I was just like reading a script or something, and it it made me literally think of like, oh, I need to loosen. I gotta like being loose makes things more natural. And at that yeah. moment, I mean, it was a good show for the most part. They liked the jokes, but if the perfectionist in me was like, like if there was anything that I uh, wanted to improve on, was getting more loose. And it's funny that you brought that up. Uh, yeah, but I really wasn't feeling it, you know, my foot was fucking numb, but I try to turn all that off, I try to turn off whatever personal problems I'm having to, like, get this show, but, oh, I wanted to touch up on the laws and stuff, too, like, I got paid in cash and weed, because it was at, like, a dispensary that I was, like, performing at or whatever, and, like, here in California, like, lately I've been getting into switchblades and stuff like that, yeah. And uh, they're super illegal out here. Like you, you can have them in a house, but you right. can't like I can't have it in my pocket. If I had, if I mm-hmm. or in my car, if I get caught with it, it's a damn like felony or whatever. Right. Lots of money. But in Texas, you can open carry guns. Po- Texas is the only state where you can have like a switchblade just in your pocket. Mm-hmm. But like, why the fuck? Like, it's so weird. Like what you were saying. Like, why the fuck can I have? all these weapons in Texas, but God forbid yeah. I have, like, three nugs of weed. You know what right. I mean? And so here in California, it's like, yeah, go ahead, smoke your weed, but no fucking weapons. So it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like if Texas were to uh, change some things up a little bit too, you know what's going on? There's some shit going down in Austin, like... No, I haven't. I haven't I'm not a, uh, too informed. My friend's me. out there right now, so he was sending videos and... But I guess it's it's crazy. And, like, in the comedy scene and stuff, like, a lot of people oh, are coming yeah, so. from California to Texas. And, right. but like, I don't know. Um, there's all these sideshows, people doing crazy shit and stuff. And uh, everybody, like, the, um, mm-hmm. the uh, politicians are like, this is what happens when you let the Californians in. Yeah, yeah. And all this stuff. They're, they're Californian in the, the Texas. Yeah. And I went out there, and it did seem like Oakland. It just, it just really? seemed like when I went to at least Austin, Texas, I right. was like, "Bro, this is just, this is California, <laughs> just another yeah. version of it." And every time I'm in another state, as a Californian, I don't care if it's fucking Hawaii, fucking yeah. uh, Vegas, even if we're remotely close to California. But if I go even to the East Coast, if I go to any state that's not California and I'm in the club and you're playing California knows how to party uh, or California cation, whatever, dude, all I could think is fucking these fucking wannabes, dude. Turn this shit off. Like, right, right. Like, we don't even, pl- I mean, you only play that song in California and even then it's fucking corny. What am I doing in fucking yeah, Vegas yeah. listening to California? No- God, California fucking, love. Yeah, bumping the. <laughs> What is that, Biggie? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Man. No, that's, that's fucking sick. I, um, so I wanted to say, well, you were talking about being, uh, getting loose with their, your comedy, even. Um, I feel like all of these, like, little niche things that, that we, like, 
these concepts, I guess, that we uh, kind of sort of figure out as what works in our medium, like how you were saying, you know, being relaxed and uh, with, with stand-up. I feel like these little, like, concepts are, like, the same. We can apply these to just our lives. Like, I feel like it's, like, the same kind of shit, like, no matter what art form it is. Like, it's just, like, like living life is almost, like, a fucking a way of... art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone's That's got some of, art in them. Yeah. That's the way I've sort of been trying to think about, about it. Like, like, just fucking enjoy the ride, you know? Like, chill out. What's yeah. a, it's a big rush. Yeah. I think a lot of people um, fixate on success or whatever. But I don't know. Everything I do, whether it's comedy, whether it's this podcast, just like I, I always like to think of it as just like a self growth or self improvement kind of thing. Um, and just like looking back and talking to people, like ever since I started doing comedy, I do notice that my anxiety has been like almost at an all time low. But, um, what was it? Like, I think yesterday, too, especially since I had, like, I felt a little monotone, and other times I've been doing comedy, I don't feel as nervous, and I feel like sometimes it's a bad thing. Sometimes being too relaxed is bad, at least in comedy. Um, and in life in general. Like, you need that anxiety. What I'm getting out of this, what I'm learning is that anxiety is important. Um, yeah. you, you need it to, um, to, yeah, you gotta scare yourself a little bit. Yeah. And without yeah. it, um, that anxiety could turn into other, they could turn into depression because you don't have enough anxiety in your life. You don't have enough like feeling, mm-hmm. Oh shit. Kind of moments. And so yeah. trying to just have a good balance of that. Um, yeah, just, and, you gotta, you gotta find something to light that fire. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you, you know you said uh, you said drawing metal albums was like therapeutic. You'd spend like two three hours a day doing it. Yeah. Um. There's also such thing as overdoing it. You know, like yeah, I'm sure definitely. if you're fucking, you lock yourself in your room for four days straight and you're doing nothing but drawing, it'll be just the same as somebody who's just fucking getting drunk all day to feel good. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be you'd be exhausted and that's why yeah, i feel like the yeah. truck the truck driving job or just any job in general is important because it's like mm-hmm. doing something you don't want to do is uh yeah, man. it makes you appreciate the shit you want to do exactly like uh here now that i'm i try to make the most of my home time at least now that when i am home like i appreciate it a lot more for sure yeah because if you were home all day you fucking you get bored you're not going to miss home. Like, it's good to feel kind of homesick sometimes. And I, man, I do that shit all the time when I'm out doing comedy. Like, I'll always be like, what the fuck am I doing here? I just want to play Call of Duty. And um, I'm sure I, I, and that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I, th- this podcast is really the only thing I have planned for my weekend. And once it's done, I am, I am, the only thing that I've got planned is hopefully I can get a shower in, maybe brush my oh, yeah. teeth. But, Up on the sticks. Yeah, yeah no, the sticks. I'm turning off. I oh, want yeah. to turn off, bro. And the, and what are you? Uh, where are you playing on? Uh, Xbox. Xbox. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll have to get your gamer tag. Oh hell yeah, man! I I've got a. I'll text it. It's pretty. It's pretty simple. Um, yeah, man. I'm hopping on right after this, pretty much. <laughs> Sweet. But um. I don't know, man. Thanks for being on. We still got some time. If there's anything you wanted to share, but um, uh, yeah, actually, I don't want to be talking some... about myself. 
For sure. No, you're good. I, thanks again. Yeah. Um, let me touch on the. I had a point to say about the the middle. Yeah. Drawings I was working on. I'm probably gonna start uploading those on my Instagram. So, so if anybody who's listening, check that out. My Instagram's PKCs. Um, a lot of cool metal. If you like metal and pretty I, paintings. I saw you going to uh, shows and stuff like that. How's it? Did you have, you have a girlfriend, or mm-hmm. did you have a girlfriend at one point or something? I had one uh, last year. We've been I've been thugging it out thugging here it for out. the last, <laughs> last couple months. Yeah, you know, like uh, it's hard out here for a G man. I've been uh, I've been trying to get out there, but do you do like the Tinder and stuff like that? Yeah, man. That's that's uh like I live like thirty minutes outside of the city. It's like uh, our closest city is Charlotte. So that's where all the cool stuff to do on the weekends is at. But, um, yeah, like, uh, fucking, it, I live in a really small town, so, like, there, there's what's, really What's no the population? Let me look it up. It's it's pretty fucking. 30,000, 40,000. You're probably about right, yeah. Wow, you're way over. Oh, really? What do you have, 15? 11.3. Whoa, that's yeah. really small. Small, man. So, and like, you, you went a, to, like, high school there and everything? Like, that's your hometown? Yeah, literally, I grew up here. I was born in Chicago, I will say. Nothing. But my dad went to prison, like, a week after I was born, so we Whoa. moved here. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. um, he's wild. Uh, he was got it caught with, like, uh, fucking around with the selling drugs, I guess, for trying to get some money for a little little me mm. but um you live with him yeah well it's kind of crazy uh, it's kind of a crazy story I guess my mom literally waited eight years for my dad to get out of prison and um now they they got back together they split up and then they got back together again now they're chilling so everything's cool 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 so you live so with both your mom and dad yeah that's cool man do you have any really? siblings no, I'm actually an only child. Oh, shit, enough. me too. That's rare. No so way, hell yeah. Well, like, I, have yeah. A, I have a half-sister. But... I, I do have a, yeah, I have a half-sister and a half-brother oh, in Chicago. Oh, shit, yeah, never grew never up seen, with him. No, though. yeah, I've, I've seen him like twice. Now I know why I fucking relate to you so much. Dude. Yeah, man, you're sick as hell. It's, really? it's hard out here. Yeah, you get... It's hard. I've been doing like a bit, a little bit. I, found, I feel like I sound like fucking Joe Rogan. I had a bit about this. Like he's talking about being an only child, but it's like I want—I actually want to know on on your end from the East Coast how it is because yeah. it's like one of the pros and cons. There's like pros and cons of being an only child, but like a lot of the cons mm-hmm. is like growing up. People always just assume you're fucking spoiled because you didn't have like siblings to yeah. share shit with or whatever. Right. But it's like you know who else thought I was uh, like spoiled? The government. So it's like I wasn't able to get on the free lunch programs. I, I wasn't able to get financial aid for college. Um, you know, every like everything was just always like, oh, yeah, you, your parents got it. You're good. But it's like, dude, my yeah. my parents had one kid to save money. But I guess everyone was one step ahead of them, you know. Okay. Yeah, for me being an only child, like, uh, man, I don't know. It made me, I feel like it made me being, uh, get comfortable with just being alone. I feel like yep. that's something not, not a lot of people are comfortable with. And I don't know, it's kind of a double-edged sword, but it can, I feel like it really helps me like just focusing on my art. Yeah, it makes you be more about you, which could be a good and bad thing. 
but mm-hmm. I feel like it gives you the satisfaction of really knowing who you are with like nobody yeah. around, you know. Like when I was yeah. young, I'd be really scared of like horror movies and stuff. I love scaring myself. I feel that, yeah. I'm with you on that boat. I was always so jealous. Like I always kind of thought to myself, like I would never be as scared as I feel right now if I had siblings. You know? Yeah, man. Another thing is like you don't have like really any direction growing up if if you don't have like an older brother. I feel like yeah, I mean you got your parents, but like they don't they're not like your same age and really know the same kind yeah. of shit that you're going through. So, like, and you're a little you younger know? too, so I feel like you you can relate to this more. Like the internet. Like really yeah. raises you, you know. Like really, learn yeah. what you like, and but it's mm-hmm. a good thing because you have all this access to really, like you have no influence. If you had like a older brother, or sister that was into something, like oh my, right. you know, you just kind of had your yeah. dad like get you in the shit. But, yeah, like I feel like uh, you probably relate. Just growing up, we just kind of figure it out from on our own. Like yeah, you know, it's out, I guess. But. I think it transfers over really well as an adult. Like learning, and and my dad always did a good job at uh, helping me be independent. Like one thing about me, um, my parents worked a lot. Like they didn't get home till night, and uh, yeah. they, I was basically home alone from like elementary school, like fifth grade, all the way until I graduated high school and even college. I was just always alone. You know, of course, my parents like they helped me financially to pay for stuff, but like. <laughs> It, it was pretty rare uh, in my childhood for, like, me to sit and eat dinner with both of my parents as a family. Like, that was only, right. like, holiday, yeah. birthday shit. Wow. Um, and most of the time, like, if when I was really young, it'd be a treat. Like, my mom will just come home and be like, yeah, let's get Burger King. So she'll come home, then we'll hit the yeah. drive-thru. Um, but, yeah, it was always, like, make your own breakfast, make your own lunch wash the dishes shit like that and and then being like summertime like when i wasn't at school i was home alone all fucking day and so that was just it felt good it was just like sometimes when i'm home alone in my house i'll just like if i'm playing video games like bro i'm like 15 again you know but it's just like i'm handling it you know (laughs) yeah um it's it's man See, do you feel me on this? I feel like I get kind of embarrassed telling people that I'm an only child sometimes. Like, it's one of those things that I, like, I'm kind of, like, hesitant to tell, like, say I'm on, like, a first date or something. But you know what I mean? Like, I, uh, I don't know. I feel like some people think, oh, that guy's, like, fucking super awkward. He's, like, an only child. He's got, like, no fucking people experience or anything. <laughs> but I feel like I'm, a, <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty well socially adept. I'm a, I'm a social butterfly, I'd say. Well... I've never really been embarrassed. I never, but like, I don't bring it up. I only kind of bring it up just like, you know, how now when I, uh, talking to somebody about it, um, like my girl's Mexican. So, you know, that comes with like 10 family members. So just being with her has made me realize like how like different and how close people are. Like, I just, I can't relate to like a, a sibling bond um and big families and stuff i never knew how long it fucking took to take family pictures bruh everybody's like (laughs) taking turns like all the girls all the guys all the people who are here legally shit like that and it's just oh by the way are you let me guess are you fucking el salvadorian no i was gonna say i'm actually mexican as well Oh, you're Mex. Okay, I yeah, cause you you look a lot like my friend who's El Salvadorian, 
That's what I just I just thought. I get I get El Salvadorian. I'll get Nicaraguan. I've gotten Middle Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> I get Italian a lot. I'm a what part of Mexico are you from? My both of my parents are from Durango. It's it's oh, probably okay. right in the middle, little yeah. south. I I've heard of it. I'm familiar. Yeah. Yeah. My neighbors from there, and so is like uh, uh-huh. somebody of my family too. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah. Um. Only so do you. Do you think do your parents ever say like they wish they had like more kids? Um, sometimes not, not often. I it just kind of worked out like you were saying this way. Um, like the Mexican family usually has like blood giant, fucking you know, like seven. <laughs> they got the whole menu. Yeah, literally. So I don't know. It's kind of funny that I'm like uh, only child. That's Mexican, but uh, it's not a. I don't know. I enjoy it. I feel like I, growing up, I always saw my my uh, my friends with siblings. Like they talk about, oh, I hate my fucking sibling. They're like such a such a bitch or whatever. So I'm glad I, I didn't have like a, a sibling that I grew up hating. You also grew up like if you were to get in trouble, you got in trouble for what you did. Nobody ever blamed you for anything, or you played these fucking games with a sibling. So that that was great. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta own up to your yeah. fuck ups though. Whenever, dude. Sometimes around. I'd have guests come over, like cousins or something, and I fucking yeah. like they'd come over for two weeks and be like, I can't imagine my whole life with this person. Like right. Jesus Christ, like no, yeah, that stresses <laughs> yeah. you out. I like, I would go insane. I, I like being alone. It's a, it's a familiar feeling, I guess. Yeah, it's like, if I, if I could have a choice to either, like, have a problem with, with being alone or, mm-hmm. or, or not being alone, I definitely would rather be the person who clings on to being alone, which is still, like, mm-hmm. a problem. But yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's also a problem if you just are constantly needing to be surrounded with people and you can't, like, deal with yourself. That's, like, some kind of self-hate shit. But yeah, uh, yeah. the problem with wanting to be alone sometimes is I I feel like my tolerance is very low for people. Like, mm-hmm. um, because I, I know I could just be alone. So if I'm, in, if I'm in a situation or I'm around people and I don't fucking like them, I'm really quick to be like, uh, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and just not I even give me a chance. I need to start doing that more because I'll end up in situations where I'm really fucking irritated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. So, uh, I feel that. Oh, so, uh, but yeah, what, uh, what nationality are you from? Uh, I want you to guess. I always like having fun uh, with people what they think I am. Okay. So you're definitely Asian. Are you... Filipino. I am Filipino. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you know what that is because I feel like a lot of people like in Middle America they just think of Chinese and Japanese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a friend that's a, a model. They they model for me. They're a friend of mine. They're Filipino. I sort of the same complexion. Yeah, apparently Filipino people are, uh, especially the women, they're very desired, but. For me, it's like that's my cousin. I like the Mexican girl. Like, yeah, yeah. I was on Xbox the other day, and my voice sounds white. I guess so. Everybody always assumes I'm white. I'm like, dude, I'm Asian. I'm Filipino, and this guy was Mexican. I was like, you sound Mexican, and he was saying the N word. I was like, you sound Mexican. You shouldn't be saying the N word. Right. And then, um, 
I said I was Filipino, and he was just like, oh, yeah, bro, I done had a Filipino girlfriend. I ain't gonna lie. I wish I nutted in her. And I was like, I was like, bro, you got a sister or something? I'll fucking trade my cousin for you. No, okay, this is a joke that I haven't said yet, but this is a joke that I wanted to say. It's like, yeah, man, I know this one chick. She got fucking cheated on. Um, her boyfriend cheated on her with his own cousin, his own blood cousin. I was like, what a fucking weirdo, dude. But then I saw the cousin, and I was like, oh, yeah, dude, he's fucking, it makes sense. You know, like, <laughs> you know, I fucking, bro, if I was Mexican, I'd probably be fucking my cousins, too. Them fucking girls. <laughs> yeah, the, the Latinos are, they're where it's at. Um, I kind of, I fuck with the white girls, though, I gotta say, I'll be fucking with the white girls. I like the white girls, but not too white, not like that girl, um who got gangbanged by the police department. Right, like, yeah. Every culture has their ugly people, you know? Yeah. And I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like the white girls who look good, most of the time, I feel like they're mixed with something, and it's probably Spanish, you know? It's probably... True. They got the sass in them. Yeah, or just they got yeah. the ass in them. They get the ass in them. Yeah, they, fucking... they got the ass. <laughs> and they're fucking... It goes to a month later. But no, yeah, I'm Filipino. I am planning on going to the Philippines this year, actually. Um, I was just looking at the map, and I'm looking at it again to double-check my word. Yeah, dude, Philippines is, like, right over, um, right over Australia. I never knew how close the Philippines and Australia were. Um, and that's one of the places I've wanted to be. Like, you know, Australia is, like, as big as fucking America, but... Yeah, but there's less people in Australia than there are in California. That's insane. So imagine, hey, like... It's all that fucking, uh, what are they called? Those fucking kangaroos are fucking around. Yeah, it's all the fucking monsters <laughs> they, get, they got there. Yeah. That is... Yeah, the if you zoom in on the fucking map, dude, like, it is a desert. There, they, this place is uninhabited. It's... Mm-hmm. It's a nice I would love place. to travel there. I would definitely like to travel there. I'd fucking do it, but I need to do it right. I don't I don't know what's going on over there. No. But that place is too big. Like Yeah, too exotic. Wasn't it on, on fire not too long ago and everything fucking died? I think so. It's like a giant forest fire. But it's like... Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking about that, actually. Like, Yeah, Australia has always been on some other shit, I feel like. But it's like nobody yeah. helped them, right? I mean, I don't think I I have it correct, but if there's less people in Australia, this big-ass fucking country, think about how big the fire was and everything was dying, like, I'm just thinking about, did other countries help? Like, I think they needed to help them out. You just have, like, the danky-ass fire departments (laughs) figuring shit out, bro, like, get Japan... Get some, yeah. get some get some people out there. I don't know how it was handled, but I'm just thinking about it right now. Like, what the fuck? Mm. Their whole, all the neighboring countries were just like, nah. You think there's truck drivers sure. out there? Or you think everything just oh. gets flown in? I think so. I don't know. Um, Everything's just I getting delivered a, by a kangaroo. Oh, man, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's probably those fucking flying kangaroos. <laughs> Australia's fucking wild and fucking yeah. Would you ever do a job like fucking Amazon or something? Delivering packages? Uh, I don't know. I I would like to be home um, most days, ideally. Like, um, I mean, the road life is cool, but um, I'm, getting, I'm getting broken in real, real good. I'm not, I don't know. Like you were saying, being, I think it's good to be uncomfortable. And it makes you 
uh, fucking, I definitely feel like more confident ever since I've started trucking and just fucking feel good about myself. You parallel park that truck? Um, we have to like, I can do like a 90 degree back, mm. which is, you have to like turn the, the trailer like 90 degrees, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, I've done a parallel parks before. You don't usually have to do them when you're out. It's a lot of uh, backing into like a parking space at the truck stops, which is kind of a pain. Yeah, it's not fun backing. So what, like, how often, like, how many days off do you get? Like, how many days on are you and how many are you off? Usually I, um, I might leave... Monday morning as soon as possible and then I'll try to get back like Friday okay so you Saturday morning yeah and um it's not the worst but no man I was literally thinking about the other day and I was like bro I'm literally working like 70 80 hour weeks right now like just because I'm like it's not like I can clock out I'm I'm always in the truck right you know I mean it's not I don't know like I said sometimes uh it's good to be in the trenches yeah, I feel yep. like I'm better for it. I'm definitely better for it now. My dad told me this the other day, and it's going to apply to you. We were talking about some stuff, and he was like, maybe you're going to be too lazy, but then he stopped himself. He's like, but you're too young to be lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. It's like count your blessings. Like you, yeah. It's way better to be in the trenches at 24 than at uh, 58. Yeah, yeah I'm super glad. I'm just glad I started when I did. I honestly wish I would have listened to my dad started sooner, you know, but... Um, yeah. No, yeah, 24 is a good age. Just save your money, keep doing mm-hmm. your art, and just live life. Don't worry about yeah, it too man. much. You know, all you can do is what you can do. I appreciate that. I'm definitely, I'm gonna, I'm coming out to California. I'm gonna get on. You're gonna have me on. I'm gonna write a fucking. You never know, dude. I have realized ever since I started doing comedy, like this, this world is very small. Like, right. like, like just, the, the metal world, you were saying it's very small the, in the same uh, way, but, like, I go to a lot of these metal shows, right, and it's very tight-knit. I feel like a yeah. comedy is sort of the same. It's Yeah, I, I agree, too, with the, the scene. Like, because mm-hmm. it's an acquired taste, and I feel like if I, sure. I... I really do feel like the majority of people actually don't like it, if I'm going to be honest, and that's coming from mm-hmm. a person who likes it. And I could understand it. I'm not hating or whatever. Yeah, uh, but know. sometimes it makes me do feel like, what's wrong with us? Or like, what's wrong with me? You know? Like, why do I like this? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, There's a, that's my taste in women. I'm always asking myself the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do I like this? Why did I put myself in this situation again? Young, dumb, and full of cum. That's what my, yep. that's what my people <laughs> tell me, dude. That's hilarious. Just being dumb i don't know like yeah I, I do think about that too like i have a partner and just observing women in general i'm like bro we are it's just different like sometimes i hear people say oh this is my best friend this is my best friend i understand that but it's like it's still different i, I don't know i don't like girls need girlfriends guys need guy friends and a, a guy and a girlfriend is um like, I, I don't know. I, I guess I, I'm the kind of guy, like, I, I believe guys and girls can, of course, just be friends on a non-romantic level. For sure. But, um... It can get messy. There's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it is a little bit of a risk 
depending on the people and yeah. how things goes. But it, I'm, I'm not saying it cannot be done. Um, For sure. But that's, that's a red flag. Um, oh, yeah. If you're dating a girl and she's got a lot of guy friends. Oh, like, yeah, no, I get it. Run away. Yeah. Unless yeah. you just want to be one of the guy friends, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Like, team player. Like, let's just pretend, hypothetically, because we're not yeah. really in each other's personal lives. Like, you and I, we get along, we vibe pretty well. We have the same common interests, but it's like... If you were to date a girl or whatever, then you were to find out that, like, oh, yeah, I went to a show with Marconi or something, and you, you'd probably just be like, the fuck is this guy, da-da-da-da-da, like, it just turns so fucking primal yes. or, like, protective, but it's like, man, it's just another guy playing the fucking game, doing his fucking thing you can't hate. That's something that I've kind of, like, learned, like, True. Yeah. Uh, you ever watch the movie 500 Days of Summer? No, I keep, uh, it's been popping up on my, on my feed recently. Oh, okay. It's, a. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it. check it out. It's pretty long. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let me know what you think if you watch it. But there's a scene huh. where, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is at a bar, and, um, this dude is trying to get at his girl. And okay. he just socks the fucking shit out of the dude and beats, uh-huh. beats the fuck out of him for trying to get at his girl. But then his girl was mad at him. Right. And he was just trying to explain his case. And he's like, did you beat that guy up for me? Or did you beat him up for you? And I always think about that. Like, sometimes... And I don't want to put too much pressure on the opposite sex. But sometimes I do believe it's still, to a point, their responsibility to uh, shrug somebody off or or say something. Because it's like, in a relationship, if you're courting, dating, or whatever, I, I think, like... Some people could just get really possessive, and or maybe it's just it is an ego thing. It makes it about them, uh, kind of like what yeah. the movie was telling me. And I, I don't know. I saw that movie when I was young, and I, I always like I was I think I was in high school when I watched it, and I always told myself like, yeah, I'm never gonna like like if a girl ever did me wrong, I need to be clear headed and be like, dude, that's her fault. Like like if if my girl were to cheat on me with another guy. I feel like a lot of people be like, if they, like, if I were to walk in a room right now and somebody's fucking my girl, the anger and impulsiveness in me would be like, oh yeah, I'm going to fucking shoot this guy, you know? But it's kind of like, I mean, your girl was the one, you know, who fucking did it. Yeah, she, so. she definitely, uh, she knew what she was doing. Yeah. Uh, I always feel like, like, what, what angle are you playing here? What, you, what are we really doing here? What game? What yeah. game are you trying to play, lady? I've always had, and that's what made me realize, because I've always had this, like, this this bucket list goal, this dumbass goal to get in a bar fight. Just be like, let's go outside, and we just fucking knuckle up in the streets, so unsafe, but just to fucking get that thrill, and I want some excuse, like some dude tries to get in at my girl or something, I just, and it's not gonna be about that, it's just gonna be, I'm in the fucking mood, let's fucking throw bones, like, and I'll find any excuse you're gonna be doing it doing it for you yeah and i but it's not good it's not good but i still as i get older i don't know so if it were to happen win or lose i just know the next day i'm gonna be like you're an idiot like i'm smart enough the other day i fucking busted my hand through my walls because i got upset about something um and they were fiberglass doors and i guess you know those are sharp when they shatter, yeah. and uh, I split my fucking hand open, and just like Ooh. all I could think, I, 
all I could think about was just like, you fucking idiot, you know, you, you get mad, so, still working on it, you know, yeah, but as long as I recognize that I'm working on it, yeah. No, yeah, we're all, we're all doing, uh, doing the best we can. Yeah. yeah. One day at a time. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, man, I don't know if I'm, if I'm wasting too much of your time here, but I appreciate it. No, this is it. great, yeah. Time no, is thanks money. thanks for having me again. That's for true, no, yeah. Time thanks for having me again, um. Uh, I can if I could just plug my stuff real fast. Uh, yeah. Just check. Uh, yeah, check out my Instagram. I'm gonna be posting a lot more art here. Um, all my sketchbooks, and I've got a bunch of paintings I've been sitting on. So I'm gonna get updated on that. And uh, oh, another cool announcement is I'm uh, trying to get this demo for my band out probably by summer. So keep your eyes peeled for that. How how many members of your band do you have? Right now, it's me on guitar, my friend Emery on bass. I've got sort of a fill-in. I've got my buddy on drums, and uh, I have like a. I, it's crazy. Just like two days ago, I was at the supermarket and I saw a dude wearing like a brutal metal shirt, and I said something. And he was like, "Yeah, I play guitar and vocals." So. I think he's in the band now. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm yeah. in a band. It's called Trainwreck, but um, oh really? That's sick. Yeah, no, we've never practiced before or anything though. We're just mm-hmm. we just <laughs> call ourselves that. Yeah. So I don't. If you yeah, want to no. take the name Trainwreck, I think that that'd be a no, thing. Yeah, that is sick. Uh, that's funny you say um, you've never practiced. That that's how like my first band was. Pretty much, it's I've definitely been there. I was so. in a. Uh, real quick, I was in a band in in middle school uh, in the sixth grade. I played guitar in this dude's band, but the, here's the thing: I've never played guitar. I didn't have a guitar. I've never practiced with this guy. He was just some older kid who was a fucking metalhead and like skateboarding, and Fuck yeah. I just wanted to feel like I was in a band. And he was like, "All right, you're in my band." And uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. That dude, that dude was <laughs> fucking sick. I wonder, I always kind of wonder what happened to him. He always was like, mm. he was, I think he was like an eighth grader or something, and I was like a sixth grader, and there was like some other girl uh, that was his age, and he's just like, I'm trying to score, man. I'm trying to score. He just kept right. saying that about this kid, like, I'm just trying to score with Raquel, dude. Fucking, oh, we're going to score one day, watch. <laughs> Oh, man, dude. Do you ever have people like that in your school? There was this other fucking guy who, like, <laughs> he made it, like, yeah. his fucking, he told, he was weird. He was, like, you know, he's what you expect when you see an only child or something. Like, he was just yeah, really yeah. awkward. And I don't know if he, like, wrote a note or he just told this girl. He was, like, <laughs> oh, it's so silly. You should not do this. But he just right. told this girl, like, I'm going to make it my goal to lose my virginity to you. Like, he just oh fucking goodness. said all this, and the girl was all fucking scared. He was just like, he just said it, you know? And it just, mm. very big mass shooter vibes, I'll be, I'll be okay. honest. Oh. Undeniable, undeniable <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, this dude's name was Brent. He just, he was fucking weird, man. Bro yeah. had his eyes on the prize. Oh yeah, he was trying to score for <laughs> sure, dude. That... <laughs> oh man, yeah. I've had my fair share of being a fucking doofus in front of girls. Um, yeah, I've I've been there. I'm I'm trying to I'm working on it. Last uh, what's the most? Last year. 
What's the most goofiest thing you've done? Like that you think back and you're just like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Fuck. I'll share mine if you share one. Sure, yeah, I got you. I was um, I was on a date last year and uh, took this girl to like a, a nice, a nice place to get drinks. Very tasty drinks, right? Not cheap. And uh, so we have like we have a good time there, or whatever. And I was like, so you want to get into anything like after this? What are you trying to do? And she looks at me like dead in my eyes, and she goes, "Whatever you want to do." And I was like, "Bro, I got fucking embarrassed." I like started blushing. I fucking like, <laughs> like fucking busted out laughing for some reason. Oh no! And she was like, "Why are you laughing?" Like, like that's not like a. She like called me out on it and all this shit. And I was like, "Bro, I don't even know why I'm laughing." Like, oh, I don't man. even know what to tell you right now. Oh, I fumbled man. the. Regardless, uh, needless to say, I fumbled the bag that night. I did not get, I did not get what that man Brant was after. It's not a good feeling <laughs> when you start laughing and nobody else is laughing with you. No, it's not. That's why I do this podcast so I can just laugh by myself in, uh, yeah. in person. Get it out of my system. Sometimes I think you just need to get the laughing to yourself out of your system before you go yeah. into this fucking world. That's what I fucking should have done. Maybe I would have. Dude, as an only child, my dad said that shit to me before, and it, I never like. I felt like my dad was just being mean, like a party pooper. But I would laugh to myself sometimes, like. We're driving or whatever. I'm just in the back of the car. Then out of nowhere, I just go, you know, and my dad's like, what are you laughing at? And I was just like, nothing. I just thought of something, you know, just like being in my head because that's all I can fucking do is talk to myself in my head, not like a sibling or something. And my my dad was like, yeah, don't, don't laugh to yourself. Like, don't, you're going to look like a psycho. You're going to look crazy. Yeah. And I never understood. I was like, man, I'll do what the fuck I want. And then I started doing yeah. stand up comedy. I was like, oh, that's what he's talking about. Like, you ever see the, you ever see the Joker movie, the newest yeah. one when he, he wanted to be a comedian and he just fucking mm-hmm. the whole, his whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. that watching that actually made me like hold back on trying to be a comedian. I was like, I do not want that really? to happen to me, but something yeah. just kind of clicked. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm having fun. And so I still kind of carry that on to like what my dad said. He's right, but as a artist slash comedian, he's also wrong in the sense of like loving your craft, I guess, because I think there's like a fine line. Like, yes, you got to win people over if you want to be a business, but at the same time, don't let it consume you. Like I could have had bombed and I, there's tons of times where I bomb and I learned to not care. Like, who fucking cares, like, if these people don't like this joke? These other people, like, my whole goal is I'm trying to find my audience. Like, I'm trying to find... I'm not going to try and, like, tweak my shit to make it palatable for this group of people. Like, I told a joke that, like, it's basically like, oh, I work at Panda Express. A lot of Mexican people at this Panda Express. Uh, it's it's a fast-paced job all day. They're just like, oh, como se pollo, eh, se que se pollo, como se pollo. I'm like, bro, who, who the fuck has polio? And, like, I got off, and this guy was like, hey, I don't get that polio joke. This white guy was like, I don't get the polio joke. And, like, it, everybody was laughing in the fucking venue. And I'm like, and I don't know if he was, like, another comedian or something, because sometimes comedians will try to be like, hey, I think it'd be funnier if you said it like this. And so I explained it to him. I was like, pollo means chicken in Spanish, like, just real quick. And he was like, 
oh, like it all clicked. And he's like, yeah, I think you need to work on that because I didn't get it. And in my head, oh I'm my like, gosh. I think you need to learn Spanish, you fucking dumbass. Like, yeah. just... <laughs> this guy's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Take everything with a grain of salt. Would, at least, mm. like, if you were to do comedy, I don't know how the scene is out there in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yeah, we have, like, a couple of small. Um, little spots in the city. I mean, if you're trucking, you could just maybe work one in, like hit an open mic in fucking New yeah. York or Jersey and be like, all right, guys, I've, I got to get back to North Carolina. I'm trucking and just make yeah. a lot of trucking. You know, be the trucker me, guy, dude. That would be sick. Before I forget this, I need to say, um, one of the reasons that I want to get into comedy is I feel like that fucking everyone talks about, like, bombing is, like, the worst fucking feeling, right? Like, um, I feel like I need that. Like, I sort of want to experience that to, like, humble myself. I feel like, I feel like it, like, it would, like, make me better. Like, I don't know. I think there's way more humbling experiences, like, wanting to get in a bar fight and then getting your ass fucking handed to you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, you're on another... I I think it depends, like... Yeah, bombing could be, I don't know, man, talking to you, you seem put together, you seem like you don't have too big of an ego or anything, but I feel like bombing is important for people who who have a delusion, I guess, and that's the thing to just accept it. Um, like, when I first started doing it, I remember it, everything I wrote, I just had this, like, confidence of, like, that's a line, and then pause, because people are gonna laugh, and then I'd go up. And I feel I it would throw me off when I would say something and people didn't laugh, and I'd have like this quick internal monologue of like quick like you ever watch SpongeBob and like he uh, the episode where he forgot his name and everybody in his head is like fucking running around like what is his yeah. name yeah right, that, right. that's how it feels when you're bombing and you're trying really hard to like pick it back up to make people yeah. laugh I guess right. and so. When you don't hear that, sometimes it, it'll really throw you off when you don't hear people laugh, I guess, for me. But then I, I learned, like, it just, yeah, it, it kind of humbled me. It made me realize, like, huh, you aren't as funny as you think. Not everything you say. And I think a lot of people need that. Like, I have a buddy who, and he's my only friend who I told, like, I think he should be, do comedy. I think he's really funny. And he was just hella scared. He, I invited him, like, three times, and he never did it. I said, all right. I'm not inviting you no more. I already did it three times. Um, yeah. I think you're funny. He's like, I just get scared, bro. I just get scared. It's like, bro, like, you just have to not be afraid to bomb. And he was all like, oh, who says I'm going to bomb? It's me. Come on, bro. I'm like, there you go. You know, like, if, yeah, yeah. if you have this much confidence, but you still won't go up there, then what? It's just false confidence, mm, I guess. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I know what you mean. I know, I know people like that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know. If you're willing to do it. I, I told people my goal was to bomb. I always, like, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to go up there for real, man. And it's like if I got to laugh, and be like, huh, look at that. It, it I have nothing to lose. It makes me just yeah, feel so awesome. relaxed, like you said. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I've, I've got, like, two or three half-written jokes. Um, the good thing about being on the truck is, like, I got a lot of time to think about shit, and I'll just fucking yeah, oh, crack. Put, put a voice put a memo. Joke. Either yeah, on your phone yeah. or write it down. Right. And just... Because yeah. sometimes, like... I don't know if you ever get drunk and high. Like, yeah. people... Things are so much funnier when you're right. drunk and high. So, when you're writing something down, and you think it's funny because you're drunk or whatever, 
And the next morning you read it and you're like, no, I was just in a state. But that's the thing. When people are drunk, like if they're in the audience, you kind of have them by the balls depending on their level of drunk because yeah. e- it's easier to make them laugh. But um, what was it? What was it? Yeah, sometimes you'll just kind of like have a thought and you'll think it's funny. But then over time, especially after hearing the joke so much, maybe you'll you'll lose confidence in it or something. Like you said, you've got like two jokes written down. But it's kind of like, how long have you been working on it? And how long is it going to be until you get on stage? So you never really know until you get up in front of a a good amount of people to see if something is funny. Or you could just fucking send a tweet and see if people like and retweet it. Who fucking make a TikTok, whatever. (laughs) The world is crazy. Yeah, it's definitely something I'm going to try to dip my my toes into. Hell yeah, man. Well, I'm going to. I'm excited. Like I said, I uh, I look up to you a lot. Your uh, your podcast is awesome. I know it takes like a, a lot of sort of preparation to do all this shit. So for uh, respect, man, for sure. Fuck yeah, man. Appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate you coming on. Um, oh, yeah. I'll have you on again, man. So yeah, I'd love to. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Caesar, everybody. I'm gonna be posting your art up. Um, get your get your band shit and all of that stuff to promote you. So thanks, man. Yeah, man. Thank oh, yeah. you. I'll see you around. So you have a great rest of your weekend. Keep it drama free. Don't beat nobody up. Uh, don't go to jail. And relax. <laughs> yep. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. Say you